So a large portion of um, the American public hunts. Uh, hunting is a very popular pastime. Um, it's something that you know, is generally handed down through generations. You know, grandpa teaches his son to hunt, who teaches his son to hunt, or his daughter for that matter, so on and so forth. Um, I've never hunted, actually. Uh, not officially, I've definitely shot some stuff, but that's another story. Uh, but imagine you are taking your kid hunting for the first time, and instead of hunting a deer or an elk, you're hunting an iguana. A green iguana. A big green iguana. So on today's show, we're going to talk about open season on green iguanas in Florida, uh, Area 51, what's going on out there, and then we are going to continue uh, with Bill's Conspiracy Minute for another week and uh, talk about whether or not people are dead. I am Matt. I am Bill. And I'm Heather. And you're listening to TDI Live. So what's new in the world of tie-dyed iguana? Well, we are pre-recording this show a few days early. Um, I am heading out to SuperZoo shortly. Uh, SuperZoo is a big international show for the pet industry as a whole. It's, um, I hear it's upwards of a million square feet, heavily dog and cat, uh, small portions of uh, reptile and fish in the grand scheme of things. I'd say maybe 15, 20% of that show is reptiles and fish. But it's an opportunity for us to um, really engage in what's going on industry-wide. So myself and Stephanie, Eric and his wife Erin are going to be flying out here shortly to head to glorious Las Vegas where it's 115 degrees at night. But don't worry because it's a dry heat is what they say. But it's still like walking through a damn oven in the middle of the night. Oh, dude, it's terrible. I remember last year they kept saying this whole dry heat thing and like 115 degrees at midnight. Yeah. Yeah. Screw that. So... That's what's going on at Tie-Dyed Iguana. So, moving on, reptile industry news. Florida has declared an open season on green iguanas, although they didn't really think this through, and it uh, it went sideways at yeah, first. That's what it seems like. So, what happened? Well, apparently, you know, I guess somebody was trying to take out a green iguana, and he missed and hit a pool worker... And luckily it was just a pellet gun, but, I mean, honestly, there's some pellet guns that are, you know, that can kill humans. So, and I guess that's, you know, when, you know, everything was like, ooh, maybe we, maybe we shouldn't have done that. So I guess they rescinded everything, and now they're saying, you know, let the professionals, you know, take out the green iguanas. So it's no longer open season on green iguanas? I guess not, or honestly, I mean, I think that if you're in an area where it's not populated, then... Yeah, go ahead, you know, but like one of the rules is like, you know, if you're shooting some, you got to, you know, what's beyond your target, you know, because yeah, I mean, sometimes, you know, if you're, especially if you're using, say, like a 22 or something like that, those travel pretty far and, and you're, you're responsible for every, you know, every shot that you, uh, you take. I mean, it seems kind of silly to um, close the season because somebody was unsafe with their firearm. Correct. I mean, that's like a hunting accident. Well, it was it's a like, oh, we don't gun. hunt deer anymore. It well, I think they're gun. just suggesting to people, like... So don't use don't, a pellet gun. Yeah, like, don't just go out there and shoot every green iguana you see. Like, yeah, if because you can't handle it, get a professional. They're you know? pro- prolific in subdivisions and stuff like that. And I, that's, 
obviously what happened because, I mean, some guy's cleaning a pool and then he gets hit, you know. I guess he got hit in the leg or I don't know. I don't know where he got hit. It didn't say. But anyway, that's kind of, you know. So some kid was in the backyard. you You know, target practice a little bit. Make sure your sights are lined up and, you know, don't be intoxicated when you do it because I'm sure there's a bunch of Bubba Bobobs out there going out <laughs> getting drunk and let's go hunt some green iguanas, you know. You think they eat it? Iguana yeah. kebab? Yep. They've they got do. some serious meat on their tail and legs. There is... I um, think they do collect them for... for, for that's what they do. Yeah. The delicacy. There's restaurants yeah. in Centr- in Mexico and Central America that serve iguana. Iguana ham? Yep, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. The uh, iguana ribs. Iguana loin. Yep. <laughs> iguana dewlap. <laughs> it's like heavy, a chip. Heavy beef jerky. Yeah, I'd be like Do a laugh chip. jerky. <laughs> All right, so um, don't they have open season, uh, or did they, I don't know if they actively do, but didn't they do something similar with Burmese pythons too? I thought that was a thing a few years ago where yeah, they the berms were, got out of control. And they're yeah, like, they were, people were going out there collect, or, you know, catching them. I don't, I'm sure I don't they were they're shooting killing them. them. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, that's still going on. I mean, they're still, you know, they're an invasive species. So, yeah, I can see. Have you ever been hunting before? Uh, when I was younger. I don't hunt no more. I've never officially been hunting. I uh, shot a few things when I was a kid and kind of yeah. stuck with me, and it's not really my thing. Yeah, I did, like, some bird hunting. and I and shot a bird like once. That, shot its wing off. I felt terrible. Yeah, well, I found out that. I shot know, a rabbit from my bedroom when I was a kid on I used the second to, floor. Felt terrible. Dove hunt, and then I found out doves mate for life, and I was like, "Ooh." Oh, you're an asshole. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I, that's, I felt like one, so I quit. And honestly, you know, if I had to do it in a survival situation, yeah, I would. But, you know, if I can get yeah. hamburger and stuff at the grocery store. And iguana ham. I don't really need to. And I know they have hunting seasons for population control and And, and for entertainment. Like but, uh. But yeah, I don't. I'd see. I, I mean, to each their own. But I don't know. Awesome. I, don't kill animals. Yeah, I'm not a hunter. Yeah. So world news, and this is not new news. This has been kind of a hot topic for a minute. But we got this whole Area 51 extravaganza, uh, Storm Area 51, and that's coming up, isn't it? The official storming of Area 51. I think it's in September. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> So how did this happen? Some guy posts, "Hey, let's storm Area 51," and yeah, everybody and, jumped on. And he was he was joking. Basically, yeah, right? he ba- basically did it as did it as a joke and said, "Hey, you know, I'm going to storm Area 51 and go in and see the aliens." And then people, <laughs> because it's going to be that easy, you're just going to like yeah. open the door and be like, "Oh my god, yeah, aliens!" I mean, if you watch some of the videos where people are, you know, trying to videotape and and uh, stuff around Area 51, they've got, you know snipers and ghillie suits sitting in the desert you know watching you and they can take you out and you know if you go across that that line then you're in serious trouble yeah (laughs) and i've even seen some videos where people went out to area 51 and they were you know they were like right at the you know the border you know the fences where they were saying you know don't you know cross this area but they were trying to videotape and they said when they got back and they check their their camera footage or their video footage that it was it was basically not there. So I don't know if they have some kind of scrambling thing for 
for photos or videos. Um, but the thing is, they said something like a million people were going to do it, and I don't, but honestly, and the Army said I think people will that, show up, but I don't think they're going to do yeah, it. Yeah, the Army said that, you know, they will defend it. Yeah, it and they will. use of deadly force. Yeah, and I don't even think the aliens are there. I think that's. I think Area 51 is just a ploy. It's just like a, a decoy. I think all the aliens, well, I don't believe in aliens, but if there is <laughs> aliens, you know, they're at probably Wright-Patterson Air Force, Air Force Base. I've heard a lot about that. So uh, there's a, um, you know, this Area 51 thing has taken off so much that there's a music festival that's supposed to take place that weekend called Alien Stock. Um, <laughs> it's uh, September 19th, 20th, so September 19th through the 22nd. It'll take place out there in the desert. Um, at one point in time, I saw a lineup. However, um, recently checking their website, now they're saying that the lineup is to be determined. Um but yeah, I mean, they're like the, people are going to make money off of this. They're going to be oh, able to yeah. sell shirts, ha- you know, merchandise, and well, they do. All the they, hotels are sold like out. Roswell, that's oh, yeah. a, a big tourist area, and uh, that's how they make their money. That's how people live. It's you know a smaller town in the middle of the desert, but it has, it is so big worldwide that people come from you know different countries to you know go and they have like tours and you know they have different museums and. You know, get your picture taken with an alien and Little stuff like that. Aliens in jars and crap yeah. like that. Yeah. Did you ever see, I'm sure you did, but there's so much alien footage out there. It's hilarious, some of it. Um, but, you know, we, we got to be careful because this could very easily bleed into Bill's conspiracy moment for sure. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, if you um, if you are planning on attending the Storm Area 51, do a, uh, do us a favor and uh, comment on this podcast and let us know that you're going to be there. Yeah. Uh, we will not be there, but... Uh, no. I'm just I'm curious how how many of our customers slash listener base are planning to storm Area 51, and if you do storm Area 51 and you somehow successfully get past uh, the United States military and through um, an army base, which I imagine is probably one of the most locked down in the world, you know, yeah. past um, security that we probably can't even comprehend, and then you well, do get in there and find an alien. There's supposed to be several levels underground. Oh, I'm sure. Pretty much a whole city underground. From yeah. what you know, some of the people that work there and they had different jobs you know they were restricted to certain areas but they said it goes several stories down to the ground so area 51 there you have it um so that'll kind of roll us into our conspiracy minute now last week we talked about the mysterious death slash murder slash suicide of jeff epstein and um kind of got got us to thinking there's um you know this conspiracy really it covers a lot of people so um Hitler. I think Adolf Hitler is uh, probably one of the, the most notorious ones. Was Hitler really killed? Um, I saw, I saw like, photos of supposedly Hitler in South America after the conclusion yeah. of World War II. Well, I've what do seen, you know about that? Well, I've seen quite a few documentaries on it, and apparently there was one lady they interviewed, and uh, I think it was he ended up in Argentina, but some lady said that he was, or she was his, uh, basically, like, his maid, he would, she would like clean up after him and and stuff like that. And then I heard something about the skeleton that was supposedly identified as him. I heard that was a turned out to be a female skeleton. And uh, again, this is, I I definitely don't think he he died. I think he slipped away on a submarine, and he knew, you know, what was coming. Well, because the interesting thing with a lot of um, you know these types of high profile murders or deaths um you know the body isn't always provided so right. like saddam hussein 
I saw a video that was supposedly Saddam Hussein, you yeah. know. Um, but Osama bin Laden, no body. Yep. No you know? They dumped him at sea. Exactly. And you would think that somebody that high profile that was wanted that much, that they would at least have taken the body and, you know, did autopsies or whatever. But I heard he died several years before this, quote, his killing. Apparently he had died, he died of health issues. But so do you, you believe Osama bin Laden is, in fact, dead? Yes. I think not. he died, like, before that they said he went in and... Uh, but the thing is, after, I think it was SEAL Team 6 supposedly went in there and, and took out Osama bin Laden, there was um, some kind of accident or, I don't know if it was a helicopter or a plane crash, but a bunch of them ended up getting killed yeah, like, right crashed. after that. So I think it was just something to keep them, you know, from talking. But uh, I don't know. I, I, I want to believe that the SEALs took out Osama. The SEALs are badasses, and it just, oh yeah, it's very America. They definitely you are. Know? So I, I hope to God that's what happened there. But he had health. Osama bin Laden had really bad health issues before. So, and that's that's what I heard. You know, again, you know, what do you believe? Do you think Elvis is dead? <laughs> I don't know. That yeah. one, I <clears throat> maybe he just wanted to get out of the public eye. And I think that's you know, if he, you know, if he is still alive, that was definitely it. Because he'd be pretty old if he was still alive now. Yeah, I don't know. Like he'd be as old as you. No, he'd be way older. <laughs> I mean, he might not even be alive, you know, even because I can't. I don't know how old he was. Was he in his forties when he oh, died? I have no idea. Yeah. That was in the seventies. Yeah, it was before my time, Bill. Um, <laughs> I never was an Elvis fan. My my sister was. You strike me as an Elvis guy, Bill. And uh, yeah, I never got into the yeah, music. I was being or sarcastic. The you strike me as more of a Slayer guy. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be. So, uh, what what other? Uh, JFK. I mean, that was uh, obviously he was dead. You yeah. know, that was an assassination. Obviously, but there's you know, still a conspiracy who assassinated around. him. Yeah, and the JFK files came out like a year or two ago, and ended up finding out there was two shooters, and the mainstream media back then um, was given a um, you know what to say, and basically. To tell the public, hey, this was, you know, this is what happened and everything. And, you know, I heard, you know, JFK's um, vice president, was that Johnson? Again, before my so. time. <laughs> yeah, I think it was Johnson. He's had something to do with it. And I think um, Daddy Bush Clinton, or Daddy Bush Clinton. <laughs> what? <laughs> Daddy, Daddy Bush, Bush Clinton. Yeah. The older Bush. Apparently, I think he was head CIA then. Yeah, he was director. And, yeah, the director, and he had something to do with it because his name was redacted out of, the, out of the JFK files because he was still alive at the time when they released it. Um, but there's, I mean, you can go online and, and read all the JFK files. It's It's amazing, you know, what our government keeps from us because they don't think we can handle that information. Yeah, I know there's some people... They can't handle that kind well, of information. and uh, It's more than not being able to handle it. I mean, you, you step into the whole moral realm. You right. know, is it... Because, I mean, murder is murder, however, yeah. in situations like this, and I'm not advocating for the murder, obviously, of anybody, but, um, I mean, there are things at work that we don't know, and uh, maybe, maybe JFK was up to something. Maybe he was planning well, a 9-11, and so they took him out. He was planning maybe on taking... Maybe he was taking... bringing down the system. 
that's what he was. He was going after certain people. He went after the Federal Reserve, didn't he? I think he was. I think he was wanting to go back to the gold standard. Yeah. Or no, no, because Nixon's the one that took us off the gold standard, and I think in the in the early seventies. But yeah, he was wanting to basically some of the people that are are the same groups of people that are going to get taken down with this Epstein thing. JFK was the one that wanted to take him out back then. But it's like secret organizations, secret societies, you know, like the Skull and Bones, and there's other ones, and uh, just a lot of information. I mean, you can go down rabbit holes, and it's some of it's pretty dark. So, I mean, prepare yourself if you want to go that far. But um, some of the stuff, you know, I like to know the truth. Some of the stuff I could have done not really knowing about. You know, just kind of, okay, well, yeah, that, but not into detail. But um, sometimes, you know, I, I do watch some of this stuff, but every now and then I have to watch something else to kind of, you know, decompress off of that. You know, like I'll watch Mr. Rogers or something like that to decompress off the, you know, the, the horrific stuff. And, but to each their own. Elvis was born in 1935, by the way, so he could still be alive. Okay. All right, so uh, Heather, what kind of game do you have for us today? Okay, we're going to play a game as uh, we're going to see how well Bill and Matt know each other. Um, we're going to ask you some questions, and you're going to have to guess the other person's answer to it. So. Uh-oh, Bill. We've known each other for a while, but I don't know how yeah. well we like really... Yeah. I don't know. Let's see. What do you have? All right. The first question is, uh, what's your favorite childhood movie? Well, there was no TVs when Bill was a child, so it would have been a radio show. I remember so. <laughs> I remember getting our first color TV in, like, it was in the 60s. Yeah. Because it was like, oh, my gosh. So your, your favorite childhood, did you say movie or TV show? Movie. Ooh, childhood movie. Mm-hmm. Man, Bill, I don't know any movies from your time. <laughs> Yeah. Like uh, <laughs> Nosferatu. I was <laughs> you know I did watch a lot of the, I used to really like the old monster movies, like, you know, Frankenstein and the Werewolf, Dracula. Yeah. I did like, um, like some of the Abbott and Costello movies and stuff, and the Three Stooges. Um, I don't really know if I had a favorite childhood movie. That I can think of. I used to watch Ultraman, but that wasn't a movie. My, uh, you want to take a guess at my childhood movies? Probably I not would what you say... think. See, I don't really know a lot of. It wasn't Do Disney. It? I'll, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Well, it is kind of technically now. So, uh, is it a child movie? Childhood no, movie? but no, it wasn't really. A, I don't. Know, it depends how you look at it. Uh, for fiction? me, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> For me, my favorite childhood movie series really was the Indiana Jones series. My okay. sister and I watched the crap out of Indiana Jones, all three of them. Um, so, yeah, that would have been mine. Cool. All right, so the next question is, what's your favorite animal at our store? Bill's favorite animal is going, well, at the store. Um, man, your, your favorite animal is probably going to be something in that tarantula realm. No? Is it the green tree python? No. I, mean, I have no idea. What is it? It, um, and I've said this before, I said if something happened, you know, we had to get rid of all the animals or something, um, Lola, the Cuban rock iguana, yeah. that's the one that I would take. That's yours, on. huh? Yeah. And I don't, I don't really, 
interact with her, nothing, but she's just, she's like a dog. And yeah, I is. could see just having that just run around the house and she would be come up shoot her and eat her and have iguana ham <laughs> no. bobbing her head. Lola's too nice. No, she's <laughs> a, say that yeah, about she's her. Very, you can't say that about her. She's very, uh, like I said, she's like a dog. I mean, she's very, very cool. Well, mine, uh, I would say, so I'm supposed to guess what yours is, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I would say little lizard since that's the oldest one that's still around, but that's just a guess. I mean, if it's kind of changed a little, I mean, the, a year ago, I, even though she was crazy and I wanted to, she stressed me out, Aphrodite, you know, I was really attached to, and that would have been one that I would have taken with me had I ever exited for whatever reason. Um, if we're talking store pets, though, um, honestly, I'd probably go with Bill, our tortoise. Yeah. Not you. Bill the Redfoot. Yeah. Um, if we're talking animals in the store, though, I'm a chameleon guy by far. So it would be a panther chameleon. Yeah. Like, if I was going to do a lizard, um, that's what it would be. Okay, so here's the funny question. What's your favorite <laughs> ba- brand of condom? <laughs> so for the record, this question was Eric's idea, who's not here to uh, contribute. Yeah. So I have to guess your favorite brand of condom. I'm actually I can answer this. No brand because Bill is celibate. <laughs> <laughs> that would be true. <laughs> I would say the only I don't know, I the only it's brand of condom I could think of is Trojan. Um I'm sure there's other brands out there, but I know when I was dating this one girl, she was allergic to latex, so I had to get a different type. The sheepskin or lambskin like or something, yeah. and go shoot a lamb and skin it, and yeah, it wasn't take really, it to the bedroom. <laughs> wasn't really that good. I don't know. This I haven't uh, I haven't had to wear a condom in a while, so but I always bought. I think Trojan was what I always bought. It was like, that's when I was younger. That's what I bought. Yeah, it was. That's all I knew. It's like oh, just well, there's uh, what's the other one? Durex, I think. Durex, and then I don't I'm sure know. there's like a plethora of them now. I mean, as a as a young man, Trojan was always what you heard, and yeah, it seemed like that was what was most available too. Yeah, because if you because I used to go to like the drugstore or something, and it get your drugs it really it was really hard, you know, because you're you're giggling and stuff, and I need I need you I need try just, to like palm it when you go up to the yeah, register, to, turn it upside down, need some condoms, and <laughs> show like, them well, just what the kind, code. you know. And I was like, well, I don't know, just some condoms. I don't know, you know. And he would say, okay, here. Give you those, and it'd be like a little pack of however many. Something he poked a bunch of holes. Take it in. up there, and then I remember the first time I did, I went up there, and it was a lady, an attractive young lady, <laughs> ringing out, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I can't do this! I can't do this!" So I just, you know, kind of went up there, and she rung it out. She looked at me and smiled. <laughs> and I, just, I just was like probably as red as anything, and then ran out. <laughs> I remember uh, when I was in college, they um, we had this bulletin board, and they would stick condoms to the bulletin board like as an emergency. And uh, there was always some asshole that would take the tack and stick it right through the middle of the condom. Oh. You know, that's the baby maybe condom. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite brand condom, Heather? <laughs> Heather's not going to answer that. All right, what do you got next? Okay, so the last question is. What's your favorite local place and national place to dine out? Well, it's kind of unfair for me to answer this because I know your local favorite, national, I couldn't guess, but local, you're a steak guy. So 
I don't know if it's necessarily Outback or any steakhouse, like Texas Roadhouse. Actually, Texas Roadhouse, I've been there more than Outback, but Texas Roadhouse is I really, really like. You really it. like um, that place across the street with their butter burgers. What is that place yeah, called? Yeah, Culver's. Culver's, yeah, yeah. You love that place. Nationally, I couldn't even guess what your... I don't even know. Have you ever left Belleville, Fairview? Yeah. I yeah. used to go to Went North to Carolina. Ohio. I used to go. <laughs> I've been to Ohio before. Bill doesn't pronounce the In O. Florida. Uh, Panama City Beach. I used to go there. I had friends that lived so what is your favorite? Do you, can you think of a favorite restaurant somewhere out there? Um, I'm trying to think. There was, I don't know if it was a, I don't know if it was an international, I don't know if it was. International House of Pancakes. <laughs> there you go. I used to eat there a lot. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I know there was this kind of seafood steak place that was right on the ocean that I would always go to. Their prices were really good, and you gotta go get their get a big old thick tuna steak, and you know, then you get next day get a big old thick sirloin steak, and but I can't remember the name of it. And I think it probably wasn't a chain; it was probably just a. It's called Thick Tuna Steak Inc. Yeah, <laughs> it was probably just some mom and pop, you know, place that, you know, they brought the seafood in right off the ocean, and Grouper's really good too. So do you know? Do you have any idea what mine is? I would say your local that I can't remember the name of it. It's a it's a brewery and a restaurant. Is it Horseshoe or? You know, Horseshoe is pretty good. Um, That's the only one that I can man, think of. My like my all time favorite. It's my guilty pleasure. I go back to it over and over again, and my daughter loves it, which is cool. Show me's. Oh, okay. It's the their wings. I, I like to say they're made from monkey meat. <laughs> it's in a double wide trailer, but man, it is like I just I love Show me's. They they had uh, they got some killer wings, man. Yeah, there was some fish that I used to get there. I think it might have been grouper. I think it was like a grouper fillet that. Um, oh, that's fresh at Shomi's. That uh, and nationally, yeah. I've got a. I really I've got a couple. Um, in Clearwater Beach, uh, the bait house is legit. It's um it's literally a bait shop, and they've got this little dock that comes off of it with like six tables, and they'll bring in the catch every day. Yeah. Um, but I really like that one, and then um, in Vegas actually. Uh, there's a, a burger bar in between Mandalay Bay and the Luxor. I think it's just called the Burger Bar, um, but that's really good. You get to build your own burger. It's like a sixty dollars like burger. Red Robin. Um, no, it's significantly. You you can put no. It's way more okay. intricate than that. Okay. Like I'll get like a fried egg on my burger yeah. and avocado and mushrooms, and you just yeah you build the whole thing all the way. You choose the meat, the bread, the sauce, huh. the cheese. That's cool. Yeah. Well, all that talk about being hungry. Yes. I'm hungry. I haven't had lunch yet. Me neither. So uh, we'll catch up with you all next week. I've got to catch a plane to get out there to Super Zoo. Watch our social media. You will see some live feeds this week. And um, as always, this show is released every Thursday. You can find us on Podbean, the app. You can also get us on Apple's uh, podcast stream. And that's all I've got. How about you guys? Anything? I'm good. I'm good. All right. See you all next week. See ya. See ya. See ya.